0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. I'm Jillian. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for coming and hanging out. What you'll find here on this podcast is a little bit of discussion around nutrition, a lot of discussion around how we think about food and our bodies, and hopefully some perspective to help you start to change and shift the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you nourish yourself and hopefully I'm doing a good job at that. If you are enjoying the podcast and you haven't already left a rating or review, please do that. I've seen a few of you have left ratings on Spotify and I appreciate that so much. And it's such an amazing way for people to find the podcast. So please do that. And if you have been listening for a while and you're like, hey, it would be really cool to work with Jillian or even just figure out what working with Jillian could potentially look like, definitely go ahead and head into the show notes where you will be able to find a couple of ways to get in touch with me. You can write me on Instagram. You can also just go ahead and schedule a free concept call. We will hop on a little call. I'll ask you a few questions beforehand. We'll hop on a little call to chat about some of your obstacles at the moment, some of the things you'd like to achieve. And if nothing else, you will leave that call feeling really optimistic about how you are going to be approaching your nutrition and your eating habits. And with that... I'm going to be quiet. Actually, no, I'm not going to be quiet. This is the beginning of a podcast. Why am I lying to you? (laughs) I'm going to keep going. And today we are talking about what I eat in a day videos. And this question is a question from one of my lovely, lovely clients who I've mentioned her before on the podcast. She just has the most interesting questions. And this one, I was so happy when she asked it because. I have a lot of thoughts on what I eat in a day videos, and I have kind of, I'm going to offer you both sides of the equation. I think, you know, depending on where you are in your own nutrition and mindset journey at the moment, whether you are someone that is still very much in a diet mindset um, or is getting a ton of your nutrition information from influencers and people on the internet, or if you're someone that is at a point, you're like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at. I'm just looking for a little bit of inspiration and trying to see what other people are doing. And so I'm going to give you a couple of perspectives here. I'm going to do my best to give you sort of a full range of of, uh, pros and cons so that you can create your own opinion. If you enjoy this podcast, one of the coolest things that you can do, not just to support the podcast, but also I think this is just, I love sending people podcasts and I love my friends that, that love podcasts, love receiving podcasts. And so go ahead and share this episode or your favorite bite-sized nutrition episode with someone in your life. That is a really cool way again, for people to find the podcast and it's just a fun thing to do. So with that, let's talk about what I eat in a day videos. And so the question was, you know, what is your opinion on what I eat in a day videos? And this is a client of mine. who We've been working together for a while. So we know each other quite well. I think, you know, I very much value her opinion and perspective. And I, and I know she may very much values my opinion and perspective. You may not know me as well. So I'm not going to give you just my opinion. I'm going to try to make this a little bit more sort of looking at various different facets of The what I eat in a day videos. And so there's kind of three important concepts or three important things that for me come up with this question. And one is that intention matters, both from the side of the person posting the video and from the side of the person consuming the video. Context matters. So that means that context in the life of the poster and context in the life of you as the consumer matters. And my third point is social media is a highlight reel. And we're going to dig into those three, but I do want to talk about first, the fact that social media, so I'm a millennial, if you're listening to this, I I know that most of the individuals that listen to my podcast are around millennial-ish age. You're either like elder Gen Z, or you're probably a millennial. And we probably remember, or I hope you remember, because you're probably in your teens, you probably remember what it was like before you had social media. And understanding sort of the what other people were doing in their lives was really limited to like seeing very curated things on TV because reality TV wasn't that big before social media either. And a lot of the information that you got about other people was either highly curated so a magazine, TV show, uh, news etc, or publicity like um, ads or it was from people that you knew and were were in your immediate vicinity. And now with social media we have this incredibly incredibly wide range of individuals to essentially let us see into their lives. But I think that we that unfortunately that creates an almost false sense of knowing and I'd say knowing in in quote marks knowing other people because What a lot of influencers really thrive off of and what their businesses I mean, people are making lots of money off of this stuff, is they thrive off of letting us feel like we truly know everything about them, but we don't. And this is where, you know, this is coming from an individual that I try to be very open and honest and transparent on social media. And I sometimes, I think, strike a good balance. Sometimes I don't. And the fact is, is I don't share everything I do on social media. And often, and I think this is natural, is that things that feel quite vulnerable to us are things that we don't feel super confident about or that we, there's lots of things that we don't want to show to other people. And so we have this false sense of knowing others, you know, what their lives are like, what they eat, how they exercise, what their relationships are like. But we don't truly know the full story. And this is true, you know, back before social media, we could be good friends with someone and not know the full story of their lives. But with social media, as we now have such an incredibly wide range of possibilities of feeling like we quote unquote know someone. And so we want to kind of take that into consideration as we delve into the question of what I eat in a day videos. I want to also frame, if you are listening to this and you're like, what is a what what I eat in a day video? I'm going to share that with you. (laughs) I'm glad I remember this because you might be like, I just sort of assume that everybody knows what that is, but also I, I live in a small corner of the internet, just like you live in a small corner of the internet. I guess if you found me, you live in a similar to my corner, but anyway, so uh, what I eat in a day video generally is the, there are obviously niches to this, but generally what this is, is some, uh, woman or man or individual that is, that is trying to promote their, their their, themselves or a product or something they're selling or simply just create a larger following. Um, they often share like, a, you know, photo of what they look like um, and then they go on to share what they eat in a day. Sometimes that's accompanied by like calorie counts or recipes or supplements. Sometimes it's not, um, but often, especially in the context in which we're talking about it today, it's usually used as a way to say, look at my body and now look at what I eat to have this body, all right? And so one now that we kind of have a clear understanding of the context in which we're talking about what I eat in a day videos, is I do wanna say that, you know, for the most of the accounts that you follow, yes, there are some incredible educational accounts, like purely educational, but for most accounts out there, there is some type of motive out there for get for, for the content that they produce. And I'll be totally honest, the content that I produce is with the intention of helping you get to know me so that you feel comfortable and safe working with me as a coach. I do get joy out of connecting with people and being able to know what they're struggling with. And and the fact of the matter is, is yes, my, my page exists as a business. However, even if you don't buy from me, if I can influence your life in a positive way, amazing, awesome. And I would love to say the same for so many other accounts on social media. And I bet you're not going to see what I eat in a day videos on an account that is specifically dedicated to educational purposes only, or to someone that is simply putting that out there with the intention to connect. Obviously, there are there are uh, exceptions to every rule, but the majority of these videos in the context that we're talking about today is someone that is trying to say to you essentially, look at my body. This is how I got that body. I got it by eating this way. Or look at what I'm eating, now buy this product. And we have to remember two things before we dig into kind of different sides of this issue. And one is we only see on social media what people want us to see. So what I eat in a day videos, they could post half of what they eat. They could post things that they don't actually eat. We don't know that. We also have to remember that even if you eat exactly the same as someone else and exercise exactly the same as someone else, your results will always be different, no matter what. And that's just because we're all different. So let's dig into the three things that are important to keep in mind when watching different what I eat in a day videos. So we talked about intention and intention from both the side of the person posting and the person watching matters. And while it's difficult to know the like pure, true intention behind anything someone else does. We might think, oh, they did this because of this. We don't actually know. So here are some things to look out for. So for example, if the the person posting this video is starting with like an ab check or a body check, or they're starting by promoting a diet or a product or a program, then that may be a red flag in understanding that there is some true ulterior motive aside from, hey, this is how I approach my nutrition. Maybe you'll get some inspiration out of this. And there is a big difference between, hey, like this is some of the food that I tend to eat in a typical day. And hey, if you eat like this, this is the result you're going to achieve. And there are some like uh, registered dietitians and some um, anti-diet sort of um, profiles that are now posting some more of these videos. I've seen some intuitive eating profiles, posting some of them, and it does seem like a more realistic and less, quote unquote, curated view of their eating habits. But the truth is, is that the the videos that garner the most attention are not for educational purposes. They're to sell you something, whether it's a lifestyle, whether it is a specific product, whether it is a, you know, a program that that person is selling to you that is generally the goal of these. And so we can't control what someone else does. So we can't control the the intention of the person doing this. And we know like if I open my explore page on Instagram, I know that even though I don't tend to watch these videos, I'm gonna see at least one or two of these what I eat in a day videos. And so we can't control what someone else does. We can't really control the algorithm. I mean, we kind of can, but it's not the easiest thing to do to just like, I tried it once to actually just go like a ton of dog videos and my explore page turned into puppies for like a week. And then it turned back into people and doing fitness things and diet things. Annoying, but there's still some puppies on there. And so for the viewer, this is where like we can't control what someone else does, but we can work on the way that we perceive things or the way that we approach things. And so I would ask you when you see the typical what I eat in a day video with the girl or the guy that's sort of like standing up and showing their body or doing some of ad check and then showing you these like perfectly curated meals, I want to ask you, how are you approaching this video? Are you approaching this thinking, oh, this is what I need to do. This is healthy. This is what is going to get me the result that I want. And since I'm not doing this, I'm not getting the result I want. Or are you approaching this with curiosity, maybe looking for inspiration to use a certain ingredient or mix up your meals or just see how other people put things together? Are you comparing yourself and what you do to what that person is eating and trying to use it as a model for what you do? Or are you simply looking at this as like, oh, you know, this is an insight into what this person might be doing and maybe, oh, I didn't know I could use chickpeas in that way. And the reason that I mention this is because even if an account feels, and I'm going to put a bunch of quote marks here, even if an account feels inspirational, educational, or like something you should, quote unquote, be following, you fully have the permission and you, you can unfollow, or mute that person. If someone makes you feel icky on social media, they kind of give you that like gross feeling, or you find yourself comparing, you literally do not have to follow them. And I'm, I'm linking a show, uh, linking a show note, I'm linking a PDF in the show notes that you can download that has, um, it's a body image PDF, but within that PDF, you can actually have, find a, a sheet on how to curate your social media and how to understand like, hey, This isn't necessarily supporting the goals that I have or supporting the type of person that I want to feel like. So you can download that if you like, or you can DM me on social media. I will send that to you because I I have a post on it on my Instagram as well. Second thing I want to talk about is that context is so important. And so this is why, and when I talk about context, this is like context in your life, right? Like what is going on in your life? And this is why when I coach individuals, when I coach in my groups. So it's interesting because when I coach in my groups, one of the things that I specifically try to do is help the individual as part of the group, learn that context for themselves and then bring it into the group so that they can share the lens of what we're working on, or they can share what we're working on through the lens of who they are. And within the group, it's so cool because you then get to hear other people say like, oh, well, this is how I interpreted this, or this is how this concept comes up in my life. And so context, whether you're working with someone one-on-one, whether you're in a group coaching program, whether you're just doing this on your own is so important because what you do and what works for you, your body, your needs, et cetera, et cetera, makes so much more sense than simply a generic diet or a meal plan. Sometimes a generic diet or meal plan can be a jumping off point for, hey, these are some of the components I'm going to start including, and then I'm going to adjust it to fit me, but just doing exactly what someone else does because it seems to work for them is usually a recipe for disappointment. It's a recipe for guilt because it probably isn't going to fit into your life the way that it does for that person, and as I mentioned before, there's not a ton of context when you see a... What I eat in a day video, because you're usually just seeing like, this is what I ate on this one day, or this is how I exercised and eat in this one day. And so we don't really know the context of what this looks like in the rest of their week and the rest of their month. We don't know a lot about the amount of movement that person does, what that person's genetics are like, what their preferences are like, what their relationship with food is like. Like we could potentially be watching a what I ate in a day video from someone that is intentionally eliminating parts of what they eat from their, from their video, they are adding things that they don't actually eat to their video. And we may be actually looking at someone that has some issues with food or issues with their body that we don't want to deal with. But all we're seeing is these beautifully curated bowls of smoothie or whatever it is. However, if you're looking at this from the context of, hey, like, I don't know if this specific, specific thing is going to work for me, but it is really interesting to see how other people approach their nutrition or, huh, never thought you could cook eggplant that way. That can be helpful for you in your life. And so a lot of this depends on, you know, where are you at in your relationship with food, in your health journey, and what are you taking away from these videos? And so brings me to the last point, and then we're going to wrap up from here, is that what I eat in a day videos usually show like the best of the best, what that individual is the most proud of, what they put the most effort into. It doesn't show the day when the person that is recording the video lives off crackers because she got forgot to go to the store or the day that she eats everything out of Tupperwares or just eats like all beige food because that doesn't look good on the internet, right? And this happened to me yesterday. So yesterday, I tend to eat pretty balanced meals. I have a pretty good system for how I put meals together. Yesterday, I was not as prepared as normal my meals, I ate my meals super rushed. They were not very pretty. They like, they sort of were bit sort of like pieced together randomly. And if you had seen how I ate yesterday, you would have been like, huh, I don't know about that. But that's just because we don't necessarily see the full picture of how other people are eating. We only see what they want to show us. And so basically, Mm, there are some positives that we can take away from what I eat in a day videos, depending on what our relationship with food is like and how we're approaching it. We can take this as inspiration for how to combine different foods or a way to get curious about different ingredients or to inspire you to put different colors on your plate or get back in the kitchen. However, I think most of these videos, the way that they're portrayed is not incredibly helpful because they tend to spark a lot of body comparisons food comparisons, they can sort of trigger guilt and shame around what we're doing in the moment. And so it may be helpful to simply say like, hey, I'm going to swipe past this. However, if you're in like a great place with food in your body, you feel pretty comfortable with the way that you eat, you enjoy how you eat, and you can see these from a neutral point of view, then it could be something that is interesting for you and that you don't necessarily need to swipe past. And personally, I I wanted to just chat about. I saw a video on TikTok the other day where it was this girl who I think she was a ballet dancer. So clearly expending a ton of energy, and also in a sport, I guess sport, but um, dance. I mean, ballet. She she was a, a prof, she is in a profession. She's a professional ballet dancer. She's in a profession where her body size is important, and we know that there's a lot of pressure put on dancers and what they look like. And so her showing what she ate, I looked through this as someone that has. a a pretty good understanding of nutrition and a pretty good understanding of, you know, hey, this may or may not be enough food for you. And what she showed in that video, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, if that's really what she eats in a normal day, she's probably starving. I doubt she has a period. She's probably struggling with energy. She may even be waking up in the middle of the night starving. And this is something, I think there were like thousands and thousands of likes on this video. And so that's another reason why I was really excited to talk about this because This is something that we need to understand that just because someone else is doing it and they have or look like or are someone that you admire, we don't know the full context and we can't take that as like, okay, now this is what I I need to be doing. So I'm going to finish up with some takeaways from this episode. And hopefully you're taking away how you eat and how someone else eats are not relevant to one another. These posts can be helpful for getting ideas on new uses for ingredients or recipe ideas. But if you're looking for actual nutrition guidance, not helpful. And the last thing I want you to take away is you don't necessarily know the mindset, the nutrition background, or the relationship with food that the person posting this has. What you're seeing may be heavily influenced by their own self-judgment and by their own desire to be seen in a certain way by people on the internet and can often provide validation for, hey, even though this isn't helping my mental health or isn't necessarily physically healthy, I'm getting validation from people on the internet. So just some things to keep in mind when we are thinking about what I eat in a day videos. If you do need a hand with adding some context to, okay, cool, how do I fit all of this stuff into my own nutrition? How do I take some of the things that I see on social media and either curate it so it doesn't affect me as much or work on creating a better relationship with the way that I eat so that this stuff won't necessarily affect me as much or I know how to manage it, let's chat. Um, if not, definitely go back and listen to some of my previous episodes. I talk a lot about body neutrality. Uh, I talk a lot about understanding, you know, if you are looking to lose body fat, what does that mean? And is that truly the right goal for you right now with where you are in your life? As I said before, if you want to just have a chat with me, you can find the link to set up a call in my bio. And if not, I just really appreciate that you're here and you're listening. Those of you that have reached out to me and just said like, hey, I really love this episode or that you shared an episode with others. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And we are going to end with just a little piece of client feedback from a check-in that I did yesterday. And I just loved reading this one. So in every client check-in, this is a weekly check-in that all of my clients um, have. It's a bit of a journaling exercise and reflection on the week. And I offer them feedback on it. I usually send them some video feedback. I ask the question, write down at least two things you're proud of or two positive things from your life this past week. And this client wrote, I feel like I have turned a corner with realizing I have choice and autonomy over what I do. I am proud that even though it's been super hot, I don't give in to the whole, I'm going to skip out on fruit and veggies because I don't have any. I have been in the habit now of making sure I grab some broccoli or some bananas when I run out on the way home. I feel my behaviors around healthy choices are becoming more habitual and it's a choice that I'm keeping it up. Also, I can't remember the last time I decided to get a frozen pizza, which is really exciting. So with that, my friend, thank you so much for being here. I will see you again next week with another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast.